was the night before Christmas. No. Hot as a campfire. No. no. Not a creature was stirring. No. Not even a vampire. Oh, hey everyone, welcome to JoJo's World. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the co-hosts. This is our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast. We are coming to you live on New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even Christmas yet. How can it be New Year's Eve, I mean, Liam? Christmas Eve. Good work. It's hot in the studio. We pushed the record day back to avoid some unseasonably warm... No, some seasonably warm temperature. Doesn't seem to have helped very much. No, not at all. It was going to be 39, but instead it's but a mere crisp 36. Oh, gosh. Those halcyon days of 39 degrees. <laughs> God, you know what I really You know miss? when you get so hot that you go hot numb? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Heat stroke. Oh boy. You know what I really miss though? Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. What a time. What a time to be alive. I remember the days when I could just go out, buy ice cream from Mr. Whippy and be like, oh, hell yeah. That's an ice cream truck franchise. Yeah. And uh, they would just sell me the ice cream. not just a man who lived in your neighborhood. (laughs) What? What are you talking? Well, I mean, it was, and then he had an ice cream truck or an ice cream van. Hi, I'm Gerald Whippy. (laughs) My name is Alfred Whipster. Some people will know me as Mr. Whippy. Oh, of the Mundaring Whippies. <laughs> Indeed. You might know my uh, my wife, uh, Geraldine Whip. Definitely not me in a costume. <laughs> it's just him wearing a wig, but it's like sparkly like um, hundreds and thousands. Anyway, Nick, thanks for filling time while I pulled up the uh, episode page. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> Today we watched the... Uh, 37th episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, part four, Diamond is Unbreakable, which is also the 111th episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure as a whole. Ooh, is that a prime number? Stop asking me that. I'm just curious. I'm just saying. The prime numbered ones are always like pretty on point. They're all pretty on point. Well, there's some that are a bit shit, but you know. <laughs> Covers chapters 426 through 430 of the manga. That's a whole four chapters. Or six even. Four Four. A whole four <laughs> chapters. So, Nick, let's keep it moving before we die. Um, uh-huh. Yep. We open. Well, I was going to ask, do you have any pre- preliminary thoughts about this episode? Well, I was a bit distracted by the heat. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, to you. that's fair. That's fair. Uh, it was quite warm as we were watching. But there's one bit in particular <laughs> where he just... Yoink. There's this one bit where Josuke runs at Kira and Kira just like really awkwardly runs out of frame and just like stands 10 meters away. It's really good. We'll get to it. Oh man, so good. We open. It's a crisp July morning. Thursday, Friday, July 16th. Oh, you almost got tripped up, didn't you? Friday, July 16th. Kira's in the rainy street being like, I'm so lucky that I spilled my coffee or I'd be dead. Boy, oh boy. You could say it's fate. Just doing his, like, big dumb victory monologue, like, oh, and you even knew about Stray Cat. Oh, I, w- I would hit you with the back of my hand real good. But what's the use? My my perfect stand, Killer Queen Bites the Dust, is protecting you even from me. Because sometimes you don't know what you need, and you need an anthropomorphic murder cat to, t- <laughs> to do it for you. See, I genuinely thought that all this was going to go somewhere, because he had this giant speech. All this does go somewhere. Well, no, it goes I mean, to the most pivotal moment of the entire episode. No, I mean, like, as in it was going to be, like, the core premise of the episode. Oh, he's, it's, like it's like that episode of Bojack Horseman where he's just giving a eulogy for the whole time, but it's Kira just giving a, a victory speech for 23 minutes. Uh, not quite. I thought it was going to be, the rest of the episode was going to just be like, oh, I can't even hit you because I'm protected oh, from I myself. See. And it'd be like, are you? So that means that I can do this. Yeah. 
Exactly. Right, I see. Um, Hayato tries to run away. He start- sticks that hat on his head, fulfilling the prophecy. And he's all like, that's right. Can't beat fate. And another one of those clock things gets superimposed on the screen. That happens a lot for about the first five minutes of this episode. Yeah. Tick tock, Rohan's about to die. In an amount of time that is definitely longer than five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> or like one minute. Oh god, yes. It's it's classic Namics are gonna explode in three minutes. <laughs> Seven episodes pass. <laughs> yeah. Uh Kira's all Oh, for you to try to kill me with stray cat, you must have groundhog dayed yourself. Three or four times already. Now... Yeah. Gonna need you to show you're working on that. You, yeah. You're not wrong, but I'm gonna need you to show you're working. Yeah, are we paying that? Are we paying that logic? <laughs> so if it's been four times, then Rohan's not only just gonna explode, but other people too. Who did you kill? A shrimp named Koichi? Jotaro Kujo? I'd be very happy if he were to die. Fuck off with the Koichi hate! Mm-hmm. Like, come on! Kira goes back to his house and he's got a dartboard with Koichi's face on it. Ugh. Of course he would. He's just jealous. That's <laughs> all. So yeah, he's all like, oh yeah, if I um, if I let you go back in time again, you might actually figure out how to kill me this time. So I better undo bites of the dust after everyone explodes and seal it. Seal the deal. Get that shit done. And Hayata's all, no. And, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry, what was it? He's all, no, my precious plans. <laughs> He's like, what? what's the... Who was the guy who had the puppet? The guy who had the puppet? Oh, um... <laughs> Hazamata? Yes. He's like that, where he's just weird. <laughs> he is kind of weird. But he's growing from his experiences over the course mm. of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable. Mm. All three episodes we see him in. He's had a fair... He's had some time. Has Remember he? he chased his dad... Well, for A, he um investigated his dad's attic, found that cat plant. True, true. Wait, no, I mean... um Started following... Oh, who are you talking about? I'm talking about the guy who oh, had Hazamata. the puppet. Yeah, Hazamata. Yeah, Hazamata. Who, he just had the puppet. And we see him three episodes. Yeah, that one. Uh, the one, where, the first one where he's in it, he- Heaven's Door, and the second one where he's in it, and also when everyone met up at the Oceans to be like, we don't like serial killers, and oh, he's yeah. like, I'll probably be a serial killer one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Kira keeps monologuing and he's all like, yes, bite the dust is invincible. Luck is on the side of me, Yoshikage Kira, serial killer and hand fetishist. Wait, what are we up to? It's serial killer, hand fetishist, immortal, now lucky. <laughs> well. Crucially, he declares his true identity, as he did in the first one of those loops, um, when he was smugly being like, oh yes, Hayato, it's me, Kira. Oh yeah, true. The the prophecy's been fulfilled. Yeah. And he's like, oh, did I say my own name? Yep, that's me. I'll say it again, extra loud. That's how confident I am. Yoshikage Kira, serial killer and hand fetishist. Ah, ha, ha. And Hayato's all like, well, at least my second plan worked out. <laughs> so I, uh, all this time, just so happened to have made a phone call this morning. Plans within plans. Yeah, that's Wheels right. within wheels. My God. He explained that, uh, he doesn't explain first. He's just like, I didn't tell anyone. I didn't say anything. I just made a phone call. Yesterday, yesterday this morning, Josuke said that he was <laughs> late because he overslept. So I made a, I looked up his phone number and I called him. And I woke him up. So he's on time. And he's right over there. <laughs> and Josuke's just over there. Like, with his hand real... Like, the, the, the his wrist held up to his ear. You like, are desperately... Huh? You are desperately trying to figure out what that word was. It's such was. a weird pose that he's in. 
I mean, he's just like listening in but dramatically. He's not, listening. he's not doing a classic hold hand to ear motion. Like his hand is like bent back and his fingers are curled backwards. And that, the, the wrist of his hand is just crook- crooking his ear forward. I don't think anyone has to like demarcate the wrist of his hand. <laughs> like, yes, the wrist of his soul. Ah. Mm. So Josuke is over there like, here's Josuke. Cut to the OP. Sure. It's reverse now. Sure. Yeah. I noticed that um, Hayato, this time, the hands were going away from Hayato. In that sequence where... Where the hands are clasping around him. We're pushing that hat over his eyes. Yeah. And now they're taking the hat away from his eyes. Yeah. Fate. He sees. He understands. <laughs> he sees Hayato. On the grass. <laughs> On the grass. Oh, boy. Inappropriate, Liam. <laughs> Uh, after the opening, uh, Kira's like, oh shit. And Akiyasu runs up like, hey Josuke, we're gonna be late. <laughs> that may have been the first actual impression of Akiyasu we've done this entire <laughs> no. season. No. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, Josuke is, is all, uh, no, this guy just said Kira. That seems suspicious to me. Now, is it now when Hayato quickly looks around the corner to make sure that Rohan's pretty much still alive? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it's after Bites the Dust is undone. So, uh, like, first they back and forth a bit, like, that's probably Kira. But if it's not, I can just undo this. And then uh, Crazy Diamond just hauls off and punches him in the face super hard. And he's all like, yep, I think it's Yoshikage Kira. I'm gonna dick his bag. Oh, nut. yeah, there's a good there's a good moment where um, Kira is, like, ruefully, like, oh, what an unfortunate coincidence. And Hayato's like, no, not a coincidence. Me, I did this. <laughs> I get the credit. I fated you. I destroyed you. It's me, Hayato Karajiri, small child and odd filmographer. And mastermind of cunning plans. Time Lord. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like, oh, I want you to one do bites the dust and def- def- defend myself. Josuke goes in with that punch rush. Killer Queen flies off of Hayato and uh, and blocks it. Is this the Dora moment? No, no, this is oh, just okay. a this is just a, a standard Dora ra 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 moment. Ah, uh, gotcha. Uh, and so then. Killer Queen like does one of those classic anime blocks where he puts the two wrists in front and, and catches the punch, you know? I know exactly what it's like crossed arms like a pirate yeah. kind of. So then basically Killer Queen and Crazy Diamond are just standing there for like a good three minutes just in this pose while everyone else just keeps going about their business. I just love Crazy Diamond's pose is him in the air supermanning. Yeah, Superman punch. Punching down on him, but he's still got full like line. Of, like, his leg and, like, rest of his Yeah, he's got the momentum behind him the whole time. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Yeah, Hayato peeks around the corner and is like, There's Rohan! Rohan's just leaning against his car and for a moment he goes, Oh, cold water ran down my neck. I'm not going to explode or anything. That would be ridiculous. Hayato doesn't say, Call out for Rohan to come help with the fight or anything. God, no. Why would he do that? He doesn't know who he is. (laughs) I mean, he does. No, of course not. No, neither. Look, Let, let's just talk about all these particular moments now, because we'll probably just there's a them lot. Later. There's so a lot. Later on, there's an explosion, and Josuke starts screaming. And then around the corner, Koichi and Jotaro are like, "Hey, did you just hear anything?" It sounded like Josuke screaming. Uh, it's probably just the rain. Who makes that assumption? <laughs> Who goes? Oh, a scream. I suppose it was just the rain. 
Araki. Araki would make that assumption. There should be another shot of them later where there's like just a series of explosions going off in the background or like big crazy diamond punch shockwaves. And it's like, gosh, this rain is really heavy this morning. No, it's not the rain. It's the thunder. Uh, So smart, Rohan. (laughs) Well, that's why I'm a manga artist and you guys are idiots. (laughs) Gosh, I wonder where Josuke is. (laughs) He was supposed to be here. Ah, my legs. You gotta hear someone say, ah, my legs. Yeah, I think it was that guy over there. You know, the guy whose uh, fly is down. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is down. Yeah. yeah, he can go fuck himself. <laughs> it's pretty stupid. Oh, it's so bad. Like, Hayato isn't even contributing to the battle, really. He could go get them. Yes, but what kind of Kawajiri would he be, you know? If he were to just run off, blindly. Running off to a yeah. man who doesn't even know who he More is. More like Hayato Kawajiri. Ah, that, uh. <laughs> it's hot. Um, okay, back to the battle. They're all fighting. Uh, they are. They are. <laughs> they are, but you can't go back to the battle. They're fighting. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> There's this really cool sequence uh, of symbolism. Oh, this yes. This extended Hayato is free symbolism sequence. So it starts off where it's like... There's it, like, a, a, in the darkness, there's like... a. A heart with like a clock on it, like a ticking time bomb. And like a chain? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And that shatters, revealing behind it clear blue sky and freedom. And the sunlight pours in and we see Hayato in a darkened, broken clock room standing, looking at the sun on his face, being like, oh, I'm free. I'll never Groundhog Day again. You know, many people would see that as a bad thing, (laughs) but... He seems to think that it's good outsmarting fate. Yeah. Uh, and staying alive in the process. So then Kira's giving this monologue where he's like, oh, I didn't want any joy in my life or despair. I just wanted to live a peaceful life. Like a plant. <laughs> it's why I took such a liking to that cat yeah. that turned into a plant. Gosh, I wish I could have turned into a plant. Don't you, Josuke, wish that you were a plant? Of course you don't. You're one of those young people that wants to do things. Josuke isn't, but he should be. You're all like, well, I'm through with you. You'll be a vegetable. Oh, damn! (laughs) Man, you should be a mongerist. Yeah, serial killer. (laughs) Uh, Everyone everyone takes a moment to congratulate Rohan on his great photography skills for getting that picture of Hayato uh, filming Kira, which cracks the case right open. Uh, Now, thing is... Rohan's not there to appreciate it. Nor is Koichi, because Koichi deserves recognition in these <laughs> proud moments that he is uh, alive. Josuke, Josuke exposits here about like his perspective on bumping into this scene. It's quite interesting how he notes that, oh, I just heard this guy telling Hayato that his name was Kira. So I can only assume he was just about to murder him, <laughs> which, which we as the viewer know isn't the case. But mm. it's a pretty reasonable assumption. Yeah, that's fair. That's Well... I mean, I mean, if you see a magical serial killer who never leaves any evidence behind telling someone that he's that magical serial killer who never leaves any evidence behind, mm-hmm. pretty reasonable to assume that that person's about to die. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That is very fair. Yeah, the more I think about it, the more it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So we probably got here just in time. He did, but not for that reason. Nope. He's here because of fate. Kira's all, uh, oh no, man, when I changed my identity and started hiding like a big cow, when I wasn't running from you... I could kill you at any time. I'm cool. I'm cool and tough. I'm Kira. Uh, <laughs> I just don't like fighting, but I'm super good at it. 
I'm real badass. Yeah, I'm gonna kill you super easily. You're gonna be sorry that you came and picked a fight with me, I Kira. Did, I studied martial arts for ten years in yeah. the fucking Shaolin Dojo. I'm descended from samurai. Genghis Khan what was a, my grandfather. What are you descended from, Josuke? English nobility? Pfa. <laughs> Shit, he is, isn't he? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> it's easy to forget. <laughs> Literally English nobility. Yeah. Man, fucking colonials. Am so I really right? this is just like a this is this is just like the petty squabblings of the of the aristocracy. I came from the samurai, more noble than the Brits. And then he's all like, Yeah, well my Brits could have killed your samurai with guns. Yeah. Oh wait, I forgot they did. It's fucking um, whoops. It's 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 really just a regular uh deadliest warrior just a bunch of samurais and english knights fighting in a parking lot uh what you know that show deadliest warrior where they're like who would win in a fight between a pirate and a ninja we're gonna do historical analysis to figure it out vaguely and then they show recreations of like people dressed up as pirates and then just fighting in a parking lot (laughs) i remember there was a show on sbs which is an australian channel for anyone who lives in the US and doesn't know what SBS is. The most is. international Australian channel. <laughs> the tolerable one. It's the uh, like multicultural public broadcaster. Yeah, it has the best shows. So there was a show on that years ago where for some reason they were just testing swords. <laughs> so like literally, <laughs> you know, the whole episode was like, it was like a 10 minute thing because SBS is crazy. And they just bring out a guy in a white room and get various objects and he just cut through them for 10 minutes. And this wasn't like an ad for knives no, or anything. No, this was literally just like a... You got me good, Darnell. Yeah, it was like a, what would happen if we cut through this thing with a broadsword? Oh, shock horror. It gets cut in half. Gets cut and, well, gets smashed to fucking pieces. Ah. And I remember it because one day there was one that was like a samurai sword and it just cut through everything. Whoa. Like, that folded Hanzo steel. So powerful. So rich. In integrity and honour. Cool. Yeah. Kira's... He's still going. He's still talking. He's been talking in real time the whole time we've been talking about swords. And he's all like, yes, that's right. I'm better than you. I could have killed you any time, but that would make me stressed. And if you seek out fighting, you get stressed for the next battle. And like, ugh, who has the time? Yeah, I can understand that. And everyone is quite rightly like, you killed our friend. Like, you killed Shigechi. You killed multiple people. Mm -hmm. Can you not fu- Can you just fuck off for five seconds here, Kira? Kira reads the dossier on Crazy Diamond, just in case anyone forgot. Oh yeah, a range of one to two meters and you can fix things. And Kira, Josuke's all, yeah, well I won't need to fix you. And then they fight. Finally. This is a cool little- f- We don't get many in JoJo's, like, highly choreographed battle sequences. Mm. Um, and But we, we get some, like, some, some sparring here and it's pretty neat. It's got it's kind of a boxing vibe to it, I thought. The way they're circling each other and looking for- for openings. Yeah, there's a lot of kicking though. Kickboxing. Yeah, kickboxing, true. <laughs> In true karate kid style, uh just like a just like a member of the villainous Cobra Kai dojo, Killer Queen sweeps the leg. <gasps> oh no, that's below the belt. Oh no. Josuke's in the air, the bomb hand is coming in, uh, and then Crazy Diamond just kicks Killer Queen in the head, and Josuke still falling through the sky, like finger guns at him and is like Dora. You know, my catchphrase that I say. The one thing that you're meant to say after getting anyone that he doesn't say. Mm. It's not like Yara Yara. It's kind of like having a stand who is your own hype man in that sense. Just like, rather than you 
punching a guy and making excitation noise. It's like you're punching a guy and there's someone else in the background just going like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but the thing is that guy is there every time you do anything and then the guy starts doing the thing that you normally do and you just do it once. So it's all like, hell to the yeah, man, absolute hell to the yeah. And then just one day he comes in, just punches a guy and you just go, hell "Hell." to the yeah. Well, not even to the, just hell. Yeah. And then he's like, can we can we go more than one? Can we go more than one, please? Kira flies backwards into a wall and spits blood. Uh, Hayato's Hello. like, I can't see anything that's happening, but this is great. <laughs> there was some kicking and dudes falling over. It's amazing. So he's probably just seeing like all these shockwaves going like... Pow, 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 pow. I mean, would he even see shockwaves? Like disturbances in the air? In the force. Whoa. Divergence. Right. <laughs> you know, we didn't just Dora Kira, but we also... Dora the... I don't, know, I don't know if you can thread the needle the, in this the, one, Nick. The Kiraman and Kira. I think it would be more too. ironic to say that it's quite... Uh, it would be more apt to say that uh, it's, it's quite, quite ironic. ironic that Josuke can fix anyone except himself. That's fair. Why is it that whenever I hear anyone say ironic, I think... Um, what's that song that's like... It's not unusual. That's the one. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to be um, talking about a different song which talks about irony. How it's like rain on your wedding day. Oh, that's not ironic. That's just bad weather. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, it's like, it's quite ironic how the Jedi do shit. Or something like that. Cool. Let's I keep going. Know. It's yes. hot. <laughs> Indeed it is. Um, Kira's slumped against the wall. Everyone's closing in to beat him up. And he reaches out. Everyone's like, look out, Josuke. He's reaching out to turn you into a bomb. And Okuyasu's like, time for me to do something. Hands. Sucks away the space such that Kira's pointing attack is directed not at Josuke, but at Okuyasu. And Kira's like, oh yes, well, now my attack has turned toward you. And for a minute, I was like, is he just going to like keep reaching forward now? Or But no, what he's done is he's shooting a tiny air bubble. Oh! But, but Nick, you might say, how the fuck? Killer Queen's powers don't extend to shooting air bubbles. Correct. That's the power of Stray Cat. Uh, Okuyasu explodes and like he gets messed up real bad. Like the whole side of his body just goes. But he didn't touch him. And everyone's like, on? oh, the air breathed fire. Oh. What the fuck? He falls into a garden. I thought he was he gonna did, impale himself. Real risk of impaling himself. Yeah. Much like Joseph Joestar almost did that one time in that ghost town. Just that ghost he town. thought he was leaping into the car in a real dramatic way. Then he looked down and it was a big spiky fence. Was it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because they had to go to the car, but they couldn't go to the car. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Because yeah. it was spikes. Yeah, I have memory. Killer Queen opens up his abs. Just like there's like a secret compartment in there. It's where, where he keeps his drugs. It makes a very odd sound as well. It's like, as you can see. It's like a roller door, like on a garage, but yeah, it's his abs. It is. He's all like, as you can see, I put stray cat in here, which allows me to produce air bubbles at will. And everyone but Hayato was like, who the fuck is stray cat? <laughs> so these air bubbles. When did I do that? Unclear. So these bubbles are. They Stray Cat they shoots the bubbles. It, they shoot the bubbles. And Killer then... Queen turns the bubbles into the bombs. Yeah. So they're invisible bombs. Basically. Stray Cat. Stray Cat. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving Ugh. it. Yep. So he falls into a gun and he's all like, Kira's all like, fate is written with the characters. Luck that brings life. How fitting. Why? I'm not sure. <laughs> Turns out fate's not very good at predictions. Hey Nick, shut up. Huh? I want to share with you some words of wisdom 
from author of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, what? Hirohiko Araki, which I forgot about <laughs> till just now. Good job. Okay. This is from volume 46 of the manga release of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Part four? Well, the manga as a whole, but oh. it, it does, it is released with the chapters that contain these episodes. Oh, that makes sense then. I was thinking about... Oh, this is a continuation from last time where he was talking about how he gets the criticism that the enemies are weak. Oh, yes. I was thinking about how strong enemies show up in manga. After them, an even stronger enemy shows up. And after them, an even stronger one. So what happens at the very end? It's kind of like thinking about the edges of the universe. Once you look about the world, you realise that what it really means to be a strong person is not to do bad things. Uh... The true strength is strength of character. Nice. An enemy who does bad things is a person who has a spiritual weakness. And what's truly scary is when someone takes that weakness and uses it to lash out against others. Ah, nice. Mm. Nice. This is very Tommy Wiseau, isn't it? I don't think so. I think it's... I mean, it's like, profound it's, and delicate. It's but... much more profound than we're used to Araki being. Yeah, but it's still very Tommy where it's like, do what you want as long as it doesn't hurt anyone. That's a thing that he says. All right. Tommy Wiseau, the creator of the room. I know. The acclaimed box office sensation. Acclaimed for all the right reasons. Sure. Araki, ladies and gentlemen. He's a man. He's beautiful. The man. The myth. The legend. The mangaka. The stan? The land. There's this whole thing. Where Josuke's like, oh, I gotta fix Zokiyasu. And Kira's all, no, I'm gonna shoot bombs at you. <laughs> and it's a thing. It's a whole tidbit. So there's like this whole standoff where he keeps doing that. And first Josuke, uh, standoff. Nick's, Nick's <laughs> pointing at me and smiling ruefully because uh, I accidentally punned. Um, so happy. He shoots a bomb. Josuke makes a wall out of the floor to block it. It explodes. And then he's like, I'm going to do that again. And then Kira's all, no, but this time the bomb doesn't explode on contact. And it goes through a crack in the wall. And he's like, oh, I'm getting exploded. Josuke gets hit by an explosion, but he's basically fine. I mean, you say basically, he's fucked up. He's got blood dripping from his he's, scalp. He's got a lot of protagonist wounds, you know, where they're yeah. the sort of wounds that don't meaningfully impede you in any way. <laughs> he's still got both his arms, both his legs, his torso, his head, and more importantly, his hair. Of course, yeah. yeah. The hair is undamaged. We've never really talked about this, but he's clearly got some strong product in that hair for it to never get ruffled across <laughs> any of the... Uh, any of the shenanigans they get into. Isn't there a live action part four movie? Yeah. yeah. So surely we would see just how much product there would be. <laughs> it's in probably a wig. Oh, come on, Josuke. Come on. He was driving a motorcycle at 60 kilometers an hour and his hair didn't get out of shape even a bit. I mean, he has great hair. <laughs> it's really strong. He conditions it every day. And no one should say anything bad about it. If they do, they get cut. So the best thing happens. Okay. Kira's like, I'm going to make another bomb and it's going to blow you up. Hayato is, he's, he's kind of relegated to like pointing out the air bubbles at this point. I suppose he's got like less visual noise around because he can't see the stands or anything. He doesn't have a stand aura around so him. So like when, um, when Josuke sees him create an air bomb, he sees Killer Queen being like, and there's a slight distortion of air. And mm. that's, that, there's a lot more going on there, you know? Yeah. Especially if you count in the, um, like glowing auras of energy, which I assume they can see, but I'm not certain. I mean, Hayato can't see that, but, but I, Hayato, else can. Hayato just sees the distortion in the air form. Mm. So he's got a lot less, uh, Nonsense. So I suppose he doesn't know where to be looking because he can't see Killer Queen. He's also very young and has very good eyes. Oh yeah, he's got that 20-20. He's got that keen vision shit. You know, normal vision. Yeah. 
Kira's all like, oh, I can explode my bombs at any distance. Gonna kill you now. And Josuke's like, any distance? What if I run right at you? So he does. It's a cool slow-mo thing where he's running and the bomb, the air bomb shoops over his head. And uh, Hayato's all like, what? But he just touched it and it didn't explode. Amazing. You can't blow me up if you're also blowing yourself up, Kira. Ha Don't blow yourself up by your own bomb, Kira. <laughs> Kira truly would have been hoisted by his own petard. <laughs> I still can't get over the fact that's a thing. Yeah. Anyway. So the best thing happens where Josuke runs up to Kira and just before and like stops where he was. But just before he gets there, Kira just like exit stage left, runs away and goes and stands on the corner. <laughs> he is such a coward. That he just like, no, no, I'm nope, good. No, nope. gonna stand near me. No, don't need what you're selling, buddy. Yeah. I mean, that that's the crux of this whole battle, though, right? Like, from from the very first moment of it, we see that Josuke outmatches Kira in a you know one to one battle. Yeah. Uh, so the rest of it is just kind of about Kira playing keep away and shooting bombs at them. Mm. Not hide and seek, just run ten meters away. Exactly. Yeah. Not thirty. Not fifty. Just ten. Now I'm standing next to Okiyasu so I can fix him. And Kira's like, <laughs> my cunning scheme. And Hayato immediately goes, wait, what What if he touched Okiyasu? What if he has a cunning scheme? And and now he's, he's a bomb. What if what if Okiyasu's a bomb? What if that? And there's like a good five minutes where Josuke's like, I need to fix Okiyasu. And Kira's like, yes, go and fix Okiyasu. And Hayato's all, no, he's a bomb. And they just go back and forth for a while. Josuke eventually is like, uh, yes, I'll fix Akiyasu. Did I touch him? Maybe I didn't. You should try and find out just to be safe. What if your best friend Akiyasu dies? <laughs> so Josuke like reaches over. He with... does that cool thing where like Crazy Diamond's arm superimposes on his own. Mm. And then Hayato's like, wait, I have proof. Yeah. He can only make one bomb at a time. That's why he's not been shooting hella bombs at us. Otherwise, we just all die and he'd be saved. Yeah. Like, that's how that works. So, if Okiyasu is, wasn't a bomb, he could shoot bombs at us right now. Which means Okiyasu is a, is a bomb, which means I need to do this! And Hayato just leaps over the fence, touches Okiyasu, and immediately starts to disintegrate. At which point he reintegrates. Yep. He is reintegrated into society, by which I mean general society, by which uh, I mean the living. Of course. By Josuke, with his friend. Crazy Diamond. Oh, well, 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 he's back. <laughs> Hayato's back again. Guess who's back? Hayato's back. Josuke's like, well, Hayato, you're crazy. And I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't be brave enough to kill myself if I didn't know you could fix me, Josuke. Yeah, well, you did it anyway, you crazy bastard. And he says, you can't die, Josuke. And I know he means, like, you need to survive because you have the fixing power. But it does sound a bit like... Lately, I've been thinking you're immortal, Josuke. If you can fix anything and I'm invincible, then you can just do it to yourself and make you invincible. It's just basic logic. Mm. Kira's all like, oh, I'm going to kill you now, Josuke. I hate your fixing power. I hate how it's the antithesis, antithesis of my destroying Ooh. power. Ooh, nice word. I hate how, I hate how you are a, uh, you have a delinquent exterior with a heart of gold beneath it. And I have a, a respectable businessman exterior and a, a heart as black as coal neath it. Ah, oh, truly we are just total inversions of one another and I hate it. I don't like you, Josuke. Much You're... like most other people. 
And I mean that both in the sense of I don't like most other people and also most other people don't like you. <laughs> just, just, I would love if he's like, hey, Josuke, no one likes you. But especially not me. <laughs> oh, man. Small bubble coming. Oh, shot small one. Hard to see it. Shot small. Hard see. Josuke has fixed Okiyasu, but he's not waking up. Oh no! Why isn't he waking up? He should wake up. There's this whole thing while, where this, while this air bubble is agonizingly slowly coming towards them. Hayato's just being like, he's dead. And Josuke's all like, wake up, Okiyasu, wake up. He's dead. Wake up, Okiyasu! Spirit particles of death start coming off Okiyasu. Like how we know that everyone starts mm. giving off a big, big, big heap of vapor when they're dead. Hayato's like, he's dead, Josuke. And Josuke's like, don't don't talk about Okuyasu like that. He's my friend. But he's dead. This is sad. Like, this is like, this harkens back to Josuke fixing his dead grandpa, you know? Yeah. Where and he can't fix him. And refusing to accept that there's something he can't fix. He can fix so many things, but the last thing he couldn't fix was a broken heart. Oh. Meanwhile, Kira is like doing hand trigonometry. And in fact, I think there's a cut sequence either in this episode or the next from the manga where Kira is like, so if I remember my high school trigonometry classes correctly, I'm pretty sure he says exactly that. Oh God. If I hold out my finger like this, I can use it to judge the distance like that. <laughs> but then you'd have to measure your own thumb and do like... Please, like Kira hasn't measured his own thumb. Oh shit, true that. But it's growing so quickly. <laughs> Thrown off his calculations, that crucial amount. Oh no. I'm going to put that bomb right under his nose. As precise as one of Joe Montana's touchdown passes. You know. Who's Joe Montana? Well, Nick, I'm glad you asked. Oh god. Joe Montana, also known as Joe Cool and the Comeback Kid, was a oh. former American football quarterback who played for the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs for 16 seasons. I know who the comeback kid is. Great. Tell me more. Um, he's a footballer that used to play for the... I've forgotten. But he used to play for those two teams. Yep. Yeah. And he was really good at um, coming back. While a member of the 49ers, Montana started and won four Super Bowls and was the first player ever to have been named Super Bowl Most Valuable Player three times. Ooh. American football, you know. There you go. It's like a whole thing. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a whole military-industrial complex. Yeah. Is Joe Montana the one that, uh, in It's Always Sunny, they try to beat the record of beers on a plane? I don't know. As well established on this show, I haven't watched that show. Hmm. Hmm. I'll have to go back and find out. Okay. Known for his precise touchdown passes, I assume. I think he was, like, super good at running from really far away, so he could just sprint really fast. And then he'd get the touchdown and be like, oh, what a comeback. Kid. His dad comes out. You know, I really think we connected today, boy. And his coach comes out. It's like, get out of here, old man. He's got a new dad. What are you talking about? Talking about Joe Montana, his story. Why? Because his coach, he's the real dad. So anyway, yeah, Akira was like, hmm, let's say Josuke is 180 centimeters tall. Average. Sure. If I remember correctly, my fingers are 9.0 centimetres and my arms are 65.0 centimetres. Okay. Run some numbers and all right. Yep, they're 13 metres away. And then, as you can um, see, the manga panel is Kira doing some trigonometry in his mind. What the fuck? Holding out his hand in front of him, using the height of his finger as the, um, the uh, base of the triangle. His um, eye as the, st as the tip of the triangle. Yeah. And... 
the angle of his arm and his finger as the uh, two sides and, and then course. extending that outwards mm. to Josuke, thereby figuring out how, t- how far away that 180 centimetre man is. Yes, because the proportions have to be the same. Mathematical. She. Man, math really is just the best. <laughs> sure, whatever. Don't, st- don't just shrug aside mathematics. It's amazing. You do well to know that. Josuke is still like, come on, Akiyasu, wake up and we'll kick his ass together, like we always do. You know, all those stand battles we both had. You know how, Akiyasu, how you got into so many stand battles? You fought me, then you lost a red hot chili pepper. Then you really, really didn't do anything for a long time. I got a new best friend. He drove a motorbike. He had groupies. <laughs> he had a good sense of smell. You were just running around looking for Koichi while that whole thing was going on. Where were you, Okiyasu? You should have been with me, together. And we fight like we always do. <laughs> like when we punched that pylon real good and it didn't work. Yeah, you idiot. Remember how you didn't really do anything in that battle either? God damn it, Okiyasu, <laughs> fuck you. I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> no, but it is a shame how Okiyasu doesn't really do much over the course of part four. Mm, and yet, it's like, he's your best friend. It's mm. like, is he? They've got a good dynamic. I guess the best friend? Didn't he? Didn't Josuke have other friends? Any? Any other friends? Well, he has lived in Mario his whole life. The girls like him. The girls like his hair. Yeah, the girls like his hair. They don't like him. Actually, no, they like him and they don't. They know not to talk bad about his hair. Ah, uh, there you go. The bullies don't like him. Oh yeah, he was real shy in front of those bullies from, from the upper class. Oh, the upper class. And they made fun of his hair and he fixed a toe and beat them up. <laughs> Josuke just doesn't really have many friends. No, apparently the only friends he have were once his enemies. And most of them still don't really like him. Except Koichi. And Okiyasu. Okiyasu really came around. Well, I mean, Okiyasu was still an enemy. Koichi Speak wasn't. on that. Well, Okiyasu... Oh yeah, but what, what I was saying is like most of his other enemies who became his friends... Still not a big fan of him. Oh, yes. Maybe Yuya. Who's Yuya? Um, Highway Star. Oh, Locke? No, Highway Star. Uh... Motorcycle. Oh, yeah, the puppet guy. I hate you. I hate you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the... Yukako at least tolerates Jokisuke and Okiyasu enough now to get, um, get coffee with them that one time. True. True, true, true. That was good. Oh, Remember God. how she was just... And they were She's all just, just there. there. Yeah. yeah. Why don't we ever get coffee, Liam? We're gonna, right after this. Oh, shit. Speaking of which, hot, let's keep moving. <laughs> oh my god, I can feel the sweat running down my everything. Yeah, I can feel the sweat running down your everything too. Hayato's like, you gotta, you gotta leave him, he's dead. And Josuke's like, I'll never leave him, he's not dead. I'm gonna do a really crazy move where I, I rip the blood out of my own bleeding head and turn it into a knife to, to cut that bubble in half. So he, like a water pressure gun, shoots the blood from his wound and does like a karate chop. With crazy diamond. And it cuts right through the bubble. And also it flies over to Kira and Killer Queen blocks it and like shrapnel of the blood flies off and cuts the the shoulder of his suit. Ooh, will that be important for later? Maybe. Kira kills them all and uh, then he's walking to work and so... Police officer stops him and is like, hey, you've got blood on your suit. Let me just clear. Oh, I don't have a rag. I'll just use my DNA swab. <laughs> Kira's like, do you have a warrant for that swab? And uh, then Kira doesn't think anything of it. Like, oh, what a helpful policeman. I'm just such a uh, such a respectable businessman. Surely he'll just dispose of that. But the cop is absent-minded and forgets. And when the news of Josuke's death is brought to the police's attention, he leaves that swab out in the in, on his desk and someone's like uh-huh. oh a blood swab we should run this through the dna tester yeah okay and, and it's like this is josuke's dna where did you get this swab from and he's all oh it was from 
local businessman Kosaku Kawajiri, and then they all shoot him in the head. <laughs> but it's his body. Oh wait, no. It's not his blood though. No, it's not his blood. That's a good point, because it's just a face swap. It's Josuke's blood. Oh yeah, it's Josuke's blood. It's hot. Oh my god, it's so hot. For the third time, let's keep moving. <laughs> but the bomb, the bubble doesn't pop because the bomb ability is holding it together. So there's just two halves of bomb coming towards him <gasps> that's now. That's two half I, bombs. I guess that's how that works. That's sure. One, that's one whole bomb. So Josuke begins floating. Yeah. Uh, it kind of just looks like he jumps, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> it uh, falls back turns out what does happen is that he's fixed the, sh- the, the debris and shrapnel from when... The pavement wall exploded into him before. Mm-hmm. So that's returning to the pavement and it's, it's got momentum enough to pull him away from the explosion. He also grabs Hayato along the way. He's like, come on, dead body. I mean, Okiyasu. Come on, Hayato. I mean, dead weight. <laughs> uh, they, they're all like, oh, let's go hide in this person's house. Because it's quite ironic that our final... No, it's not ironic. It's, it's very apt <laughs> that our final confrontation with Yoshikage Kira... Here in Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable, the small town Jojo should take place within a domestic setting of a house because there are dark secrets behind those white picket fences. Dark secrets like serial killers living within our own communities. And now we have to destroy them. And pudding stealers like Josuke, who stole Tomoko's pudding. That rascal. And of course, he's going to get a beating now. (laughs) Jesus. Wasn't she like, I'm going to slap you silly young man? (laughs) Probably. She did kick him in the back a lot that one time. There you go. Uh, They go hide in that house. And they're like, we're going to go fight Kira. We're going to take it. We're going to take, we're going to hit Kira where it hurts. His home. Not, well, not his home, but a home. And we're going to hit him real hard. (laughs) Ironically, it is his home. Trying to lure Kira into a house is probably a good idea because it's like an enclosed space. So yeah. it's harder for him to just like go stand Bond on a street things. corner. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure that street corner he ran and stood on was the corner around which was everyone else. See, there's a lot of these moments where you're like, hang on a fucking second. Yeah. The sky, which has been raining lightly this whole time, starts to clear. Kira slowly walks after them and is like, all this time I thought Jodoro was the one to worry about. But no. It's Josuke with his ability to fix things, which is the antithesis of my ability to destroy things. Truly, we are polar opposites. To be continued. Etc. Good ep. Good, well... Good battle. Yeah. Real battle of wits. Kind of. You didn't like it? I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was amazing. I really love that moment to Akira... Loudly declares that he's Yoshikage Kira, serial killer in hand finish, and Hayato is like, yes, I did it. This is my highlight, by the way. Yeah. Um, but I, I do really wish that um, that just that moment of Josuke standing there with his ear crooked was the cliffhanger for last week. Mm. Because it's like, at that moment, you're like, oh, oh shit. shit. It's about to go down, and then it did. Dora. Yeah. Okay, so my highlight, without a fucking doubt, has to be uh, Yoshikage Kira. Serial killer and hand fetishist. Jumping to the side. <laughs> it's so good. It's so dumb. I don't know if that's a gifable moment that will have been made, but we need to try to... We need a... We need a gif of it. We need to share this on the Twitter somehow. I mean, or, or we on can, the gram. We can probably turn it into a gif. Yeah, but I don't really know how to do that. You go on YouTube. You know what? You just do it. Okay. But I don't trust going on YouTube. Well, don't read any comments. You know what? We're basically at the end of part four. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's fair. I'll just do it. Okay. It'll be fine. So look forward to that on our socials. Hopefully. Lowlights. My lowlights gotta be the... Everyone's just right around the corner. What was that sound? It sounded like Josuke in a life or death battle with his antagonist. It's probably nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Mine would have to be Kira standing on the corner where they were. (laughs) And just no one seeming to notice at all. 
Also low light, him being all like, that Koichi. <laughs> also low light, there were only one or two shots of the Pepsi sign in this episode. <laughs> Come on, guys. Branding. Yeah. Where's my Pepsi? Is Coke okay? No, it's not okay. <laughs> Liam, don't insult me. So, Nick. Yes. Yoshikage Kira, serial killer and hand fetishist. Is locked in a life and death battle with Josuke Hikashikata and also his erstwhile son, Hayato Kawajiri. Okuyasu's dead body is also there. Well, I mean, he could just run away. What do you think will happen? No, he can't not run away because they know his identity. Yeah, but he could just run away. Oh, he could just leave Mario? No, not leave Mario. I mean, literally he could walk away and they have to find him again. But they know where he lives. Yeah, but he could just not come home. But they know what he looks like. So he could just wear a coat. They've got Hermit Purple. Do they? Joseph's around. He's up in the mix. <laughs> He's somewhere. It's fine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, all right. Okay, sure. Rohan doesn't really have much of a day job. He's got a lot of time to search for serial killers. I mean, when is he going to ever fucking draw the rest of his manga? I thought... Oh, he no, does he's... it in like 10 minutes. He just like throw the ink around. Anyway, locked in a <laughs> life or death battle with... Yoshikage Kira, serial killer and hand fetishist. They're going into a house to get some shelter from the bombs. Yes. And the stray cat. Yes. Everyone else is just around the corner. What could possibly happen? What could possibly happen next time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable, in the episode entitled Crazy Diamond is Unbreakable, Part 2. Hmm. I thought there would be a different name, but I'm not because I already knew that this was Part 1. Shocking, I know, but anyway. Uh, Great. <laughs> I feel like you've just lost all of your patience with this show all of a sudden. Uh, okay, so we're, we're outside the time loop bullshit. Yep, that's done. Done but, and dusted. But. But. We don't know if he has put it somewhere else. No, we, we do because he we can't do? use Killer Queen when he's doing that. That's why he had to call it off Hayato. Uh, gotcha, okay. So he can only make one bow at a time. He can uh, only use either Bites the Dust or Killer Queen. Mm -hmm. Or, everyone's other favourite one, uh, no longer use stand. Sheer Heart Attack. Sheer Heart Attack. He has three stands and he has a stray cat making four because he needed more stands. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Kira needs more stands. Jesus Christ. Um, so... Okay, they go in this house and Jotaro is all like, he can't be dead. Jotaro? Josuke is Very all... apt that the first and the last confrontation should both take place in a domestic setting. What was the first one? With uh, Angelo. Oh. But also, if you want to go way back, when Jonathan fought Dio, that was in the Joestar family manor. Let me sip my water. When I read the manga of this of part four, I actually misread it, and I thought they were back in Josuke's house, and I thought that was a really apt bookend, but alas... But what if they are? Just some rando house. Oh. Rando house! But aren't all houses the community's house? Really isn't all of Mario Josuke's house? Don't you owe me whatever's in your fridge? Anyway, keep going. Uh, so they're in this house. Kira can't really explode things if he's in a house because that leaves evidence of the house exploding. Kind of. Because we know he can just burn up the bodies of Josuke, Okiyasu, and Hayato. Because we saw that he blew up people in that apartment, but it mm-hmm. was like, little explosion sure so just burning them up so it's gonna be an up close and personal battle exactly so he it's gonna be like hide and seek meets try and get okiyasu back to life yeah and then if okiyasu does somehow come back to life he'll be like hando whoops their house is weird now (laughs) and then like well the seal's broken yeah form two stray cat gets like big tentacles wraps around killer queen's shoulders and that's it blammo dead uh i mean it could just be something really dumb like hayato is the one to bring him down just shoots him in the back with a gun. Yeah, that he has. Dad, didn't you know? I used to be in the army. 
you would have known this if you were my real dad. Yeah. Uh, no, but it could be something like Hayato was all like, you were so focused on them that you didn't think about me, and then he just stabs them or something. Well, in a certain sense, Hayato truly was the one to bring him down hmm. already. Yeah, but he wasn't because um, Josuke is the one who's probably going to bring him down. But Josuke wouldn't have... Josuke would be dead if it wasn't for Hayato. Yeah. Now, the thing that's getting me right is the name of the episode. Crazy Diamond is Unbreakable. Yeah. So, we know that Josuke could definitely die and he can't fix himself. Yep. Thus meaning he's the exact opposite of Unbreakable. No, he's Unbreakable because he's so goddamn hard that he doesn't need to fix himself. Okay, that's that's a shitty, like, <laughs> midpoint there. <laughs> it feels like there's something... That... I think it's just a cool name, to be honest. Oh, like... okay, alright. I guess. Diamond is unbreakable, after that's all. That's true. It's not yeah. Crash at all. Yeah. Alright, shall we wrap it up? Sure. Oh, so what's gonna happen next time? They'll fight? They'll fight in they'll... a house. They'll win. They'll win. End of... There are two episodes left. Oh, are there? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Well, what if they win, and then the last episode is just recapping, this is what happened to these people. Koichi went on to become prom king. Everyone loved him. Oh shit, we have to introduce new things for everyone, don't we? Because like... New things for everyone. Because we we saw the tail end of uh, part three in part two. What? Like, or the beginning of part three in part two. At the oh, very Joseph end. going to the airport. Exactly. But we didn't do that at the end of part three. No, we didn't. Hmm... Okay, maybe that won't happen. Okay. We can talk more about future part predictions. When it's not 39 degrees or some shit. And when, when we're up to that. Yeah. So, um, this has been our Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Recap and Discussion Podcast. I've been Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I've been Nick. Reporting for Jojo's World. <laughs> Follow us on our socials at Jojo's Podcast. And until next time. To be... Oh, con- actually, no. Oh. We've got to acknowledge that you did some fine work putting together a, um, a variant opening theme for these past two episodes. Oh, yeah. No, well... When you say fine work, I just literally took all the notes that I put in FL Studio and hit the flip button. And lo and behold, all of the notes went from here to here. Sounds pretty good. It sounds weird. It's like backwards, but not. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Available now on the Milk Juice with two O's. SoundCloud. Well, Bandcamp. Whatever. Yeah, that one. I'm I'm no SoundCloud rapper. Until next time. To to be be continued. continued.